Good morning, good morning, good morning. Right where we are, God, we lift up our hands. And we say thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your love. Thank you for opening up major doors unto us. Thank you for the progress that we see happening in our lives. Thank you for blessing us to be a used vessel to bless someone else's life. We thank you, God, for your goodness. We thank you, God, for your mercy. We cast down all our cares this morning. We put our focus on you. We take this day and we give it unto you. We just want to say thank you, God. Thank you for never giving up on us. Thank you for always being there for us. Thank you for always providing for us. Thank you for always opening up major doors unto us. Thank you for heavenly downloads unto us. Thank you for allowing us to walk in heaven's reality in this season. Thank you, Jesus. We lift up our hands this morning. We lift up our eyes this morning. We lift up our mouths this morning. And we begin to give you praise by saying thank you. We're not thinking about what happens today. We focus on you this morning. You already provided this day for us. You already provided a way of an escape. So any type of attack that they were trying to throw my way today is already under my feet. I thank you for giving us words of wisdom. Knowledge and understanding to who we really are on the earth. I thank you that we are reconnected back to you. I thank you for coming up with a plan to even bring us back to you. For it is finished. We don't have to worry about, is God going to ever set me back? You've already been brought back. Right where you are, just begin to have your mind only on God this morning. Take your thoughts off of anything that you're thinking about right now. Just put your mind on God this morning. He's going to direct your path. He's going to give you clarity. He's going to give you visions. Just put your mind on God this morning. We're not asking him of anything. We just want to say thank you. Let's spend this time just saying thank you. Look how far he has brought us. And think about, look how far he has brought us as a believer. From generation to generation. And we're still walking and believing in God. Thank you for never leaving us. Many times, you wanted to leave your people. Because of their unbelief and their doubt. Choosing to serve other gods. But you kept sending used vessels to bring them back to you. And now we have a blood bought right. We have the audacity to be in your presence daily. Live in your presence. Not tap in in your presence, but live in your presence. And we thank you for that. We're not thinking about our job this morning. We're not thinking about any distractions this morning or what somebody did to us. What somebody said to us. It's not worth it. We're not going to retaliate in anger. We're not going to speak out of line. We're not going to speak too fast. We're going to be quicker to hear. Hear 
a situation? What do you have to say about it? How do you feel about it? A lot of times we've been doing things the way we want to do it. We feel like it was right to do. But we never sought God about it. Now it's time to seek God about it. Because he may tell you all this time he was trying to get your attention to tell you no. Or do it this way. Or say it that way. We got to stop trying to tell God what to do and how to do things. Just want to worship you, God. Every time the enemy try to come up against me every day, I always quickly see the victory. Because God always reminds me that I'm already victorious. Don't let the enemy get you out your character. He's going to use people who are closer to you. Situations that are surrounding you that cause you to try to fall. But you got to remind yourself daily who your God is. Keep your eyes focused ahead and don't look to the left or the right. Just keep focused. Know that God is so good. Know that God is right there. Know that he's still not going to do anything to cause any harm to come upon you. Your shield of protection is all over you, all around you. That's why you're still here. Your grace to be here. Your grace to be a blessing. Now thank God for heavenly downloads. I see fresh fire. Some of us got to get fresh fire dead and keep reminding ourselves how fire that we are, how much authority we really have, how much power we operating in. To shut that enemy up, keep him shutted up in your life. Shut him up in your finances. Shut him up in your relationships. Shut him up in your home. Shut him up in your job. Shut him up in your account. Shut him up. That anything that revolves itself around you, shut that devil up. How can I shut him up? Through your worship, through your praise, through the knowledge that you have of God. Knowing how big your God is, how good your God is, how faithful your God is, how gracious your God is, how magnificent your God is, how on time your God is, how worthy your God is. I was so honored. My grandmother told me, she said, you keep doing what you love doing. And that, that meant a lot to me. This is exactly what I love doing. Being used by God. Not ashamed. Not afraid. Can't sit down. Don't want to stand up. All I want to do is just stand as present. And you know when you're in God's presence... God continue to, he continues to grow us higher and higher in him. So that means that it's going to be some constant pruning. Some constant uprooting. Some constant reminding. Because there's a devil trying to take your mind and your focus the opposite direction. But you got to be so tuned into what God is doing. You got to be so into what God is doing. And God, how God is moving, that nothing else matters to you. That nothing else matters. And I thank God for that. We gotta keep each other lifted up in prayer. I thank God it was a prayer warrior on Facebook last night, and I missed a live video, but I thank God I was able to play it back over again. And I've been praying for that person to come back home. Come back to their spiritual home where God planted them. And they showed up. 
on Sunday. I was so happy to see her. And I don't give up my number, but she happened to got me. She got my number on Sunday. I said, God, bring her back home. I see every attack the devil tried to throw her away. Oh no. Oh no. Bring her to me. And he, that's exactly what he did. He brought her unto me. As soon as I sat down, she walked right over to me. God hears you when you pray. He hears us when we pray. Your lifestyle has to be a daily prayer. Praying all day long. Not just sometimes. Not when you want something. Not when things are not going right. But pray daily. So you'll be reminded daily who you are. Oh, I know who I am. Yeah, of course we know who we are. But there's also going to be a situation to arise to test your faith walk, to test your love walk, to test how much you really believe in God. It don't matter how big and bad you think you are spiritually, the enemy going to find some reason, some area in your life to try to invade. So you have to stay girded up. Gird yourself with the word. Receive a fresh revelation daily. You got to stop tuning in and tuning out. Stay in the presence. Live in the presence. I just thank you, God. I just want to say thank you. We were lost. Walking around hopeless. Angry. Vengeful. Unforgiving. Doubtful, unfaithful, impatient, insecure, jealous, foolish. And yet you sought and to turn around all for our good. And we thank you for that. What was beginning to be over you is now under your feet. And I thank God for his strength upon us. He sees everything about you. He knows everything about you. He knows you more than you know you. He's introducing you to you. And I just thank God for that. I say I don't want to spend time in God's presence. Just, oh, I, uh, I want this or bless me with that and I'm believing you for this. Or I'm expecting that. I just want to say thank you. I'm already resting on what you have for me. I thank you for that. But you know what, God? I just want to say thank you. How you changed my life around for the better. Thank you. I'm a better person when I'm walking with you. Thank you. I believe in who you are. Thank you. Yes, I am healed. Thank you. Yes, I am delivered. Thank you. I inherit the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you. I thank you, God, for your faithfulness that you're still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Therefore, you will never change your personality. You will never change your character. Faithfulness will always be your reward. Love will always be who you are. We may think that God's not there. That's when he's there the most. See, the way how we think is opposite to how God really feels. It's not about just going to church, going to a service, and just lifting up your hands and singing songs and dancing. 
and not even have a heart for God in the first place. Get yourself right with God before you try to be seen and heard by somebody else. Because God sees everything that we do. How we treat people, how we talk to people, how we gossip about people, how we feel about people. What's in our heart concerning certain people? People we don't gave up on, people we don't see no hope in, people that we put beneath us, people that we put above us. People we done cast out. People we done disrespected. People that we done lied to. Don't want to be around. And those are the very same people God's going to use you to connect with. Just for his glory. You got to understand. You got to sit there and meditate how God's personality operates. And that's very powerful. It comes through observation. While you're in God's presence, you're observing Him. You're observing how God thinks. See, to us, it seems like God is late because we want Him to come. We want to come, but it, God be right on time every time. You gotta learn how to know how to wait. God is very patient. He's very merciful. None of us don't forgive people like we're supposed to forgive people. Well, you don't understand what they've done to me. But it's so much glorious to forgive somebody who hurted you because it's not worth not to forgive them because you want to be forgiven for something you've done to somebody else. Think about the things that you do, have done, or probably will do. Is it worth it to forgive your brother it all, or your sister? It all comes down to it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. We're not loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Many people that be on the streets asking for money, whether I give or I choose not to, the point is, it's your choice. But only thing I want to do is love on those people. You don't have to do that. You have a God who will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He made you a lender, not a borrower. I come against people that's begging and they begin to look up for the hills to know their help come from the Lord and the Lord only. I pray against that spirit of lust. People walking around lustful. People in church or outside of church looking around to see if this person it, if that person it, if that person is just waiting on God. For those like myself who made that mistake, thank God that we've been forgiven, been restored, and never make that mistake ever again. I see a key in the door. That's God about to open up a door. <laughs> God told me yesterday, learn how to receive from me. Because I'm so used to saying, God, I don't want nothing from you. I only want you. Because think about all the people, all the prayers, all the words been going up into the ears of God. And all they're asking for is bless me. I'm expecting you to move. I'm expecting this. I want this. And most of the things we asking for, we don't have a right to. You don't have a right to healing. You only got to believe. 
He put the he gave you the power. Gave you the keys of power. Speak it over it. You waited for something you already have, basically. I said, God, I don't want anything. God begin to name things. You don't want this? No. Don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> but all I want is you. You mean more to me than anything. And God said, yeah, but I also said when you have me, you're going to have this, 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 and this. So begin to learn how to receive this, 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 and this. <laughs> I said, okay, well, fine. I receive it. But God, see my heart. See, I'm so focused on God. Sometimes I, let me get it out. I grew up trying to protect God's feelings and emotions as a little girl. Because I knew he was my father. And I know God has feelings and emotions too. And I didn't want God to feel as though that all his people do is ask him for stuff all the time. So I spent my time just saying, no, I don't want anything from you. Or I spent time trying to get him gifts, buy him things, <laughs> and have him from all of us. I give him a gift and say, God, it's from all of us. All who you created, this gift is from us. It could be a drawing when I was a little girl. It could be a picture of him. It don't even matter. But it was always from all of us. And you know how big of a heart that has to be at a young age? <laughs> My God. I thank God for growing me up in a church. There are so many people who don't know nothing about God because they wouldn't talk nothing about God. But I was taught about God. I went to God as a young girl and I asked God, I want you to teach me who you, teach me about everything about you. I want to know everything about you. I want to know from your mouth that I know it's going to be the truth. And from that moment forward, I've been sitting down, listening, talking. Relationship been so powerful. He began to start talking to me since the age of five. First felt Holy Spirit at the age of eight. I got scared and walked off and said that. I'm being honest. Because I was pretending that I was shouting, you know, imitating church folks. Then all of a sudden, the spirit really hit me. I got scared. I said, ooh. And I sat down. I said, oh my God, it really happened? I never told anybody that. Because <laughs> all I, I felt, that I, mm, that's amazing. Because I felt the outcome of the conversation in the first place. I felt that he was going to say, that didn't happen to you. You tripping. You're only eight years old. You got time. No. The time is always now. <laughs> that was my now. <laughs> People say, you can't have an encounter with God. My first encounter was I was five. <laughs> Don't remember what he was saying, but I know he pulled me and drew me to him. He appeared in the cloud. He began to talk to me and instruct me about my future. All I know is he was talking to me about my future, but I don't remember nothing he said. And you know what's so amazing? God began to sit me down and talk to me about my future the same day I learned how to tie my shoe. It took me a while to do that because I wanted, because I got used to my parents doing it for me. But one day my mom said, you cannot go outside until you learn how to tie your shoe. I said, oh my goodness. Everybody out there having fun, they playing, high go seat, jumping jacks, jump rope, chalk, <laughs> making mud pies. You mean to tell me I got to do this? And I begin to keep doing it, begin to keep doing it. I got a little frustrated and all of a sudden, my little brother father, he showed me his way, using bunny ears, how to do it. So when I got a down pass, I said, all right, I'm ready to go outside now. That very night, God appeared in a dream at five. I know, I don't know why it took me, five, it took me that long to know how to tie my shoe. <laughs> but that's, what, that's how long it took. 
I was five, and at that same night, I learned how to tie my shoe. Guess what? God appeared to me in a dream in a cloud and began to instruct me on my future. Now imagine how that looked. At five years old, God is talking to you about your future and what you're called to do. And the things that he's imparting in you. And you have a mind of a five-year-old, but you're still walking in love. Walking in love. That's all I knew. That's the first thing I identified was love. You know when people are not loving, it's the opposite to feeling you. It's the opposite emotion to how you feel. When you're a child, you gotta be taught how to hate. You gotta be taught to be racist. You gotta be taught to be angry. No child is born angry. Might want to take that back. There's some kids out here that you know might be off the hook, but <laughs> overall, you get the point. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the reason why, back to the story, the reason why God waited until I learned how to tie my shoe to begin to instruct me, because then I was able to walk. My journey began then. I began to see the differentness in me from other people. And I spent my whole life like, what makes me, I know why I'm so different because I have a relationship with heaven. That's all I knew was heaven growing up. I might look like I was paying attention to TV and all that. No, but I really went in my room. I couldn't wait to run to go in my room. My dwelling place was my window. I try, to, I try to be like the world and be like other people so I can look like I fit in. I try to cigarettes all early. I try to alcohol all early. But not in reality, I couldn't stand those things. I, I was a wannabe. I didn't want to seem too, too obvious that I was different from them. So I started doing what I thought they were doing. But I didn't enjoy none of it. But I pretended I did. Thank you, Jesus. Home improvement. I pretended I did. And I didn't. I used to go to my, my uh, dwelling place in my window and cry to God. Why can't I be myself? If I be myself, no one want to be around me. They're going to think something's wrong with me. If I want to be around, my, if I want to just go outside and lift up my hands and say, thank you, Jesus. They're going to think something's wrong with me. Am I the only one, God? This is what I was asking him. 12 years old, 11 years old. Am I the only one? Who loved you? Am I the only one? Who knows you? Am I the only one? And the answer was no. He said, think about all the others that said the same thing you're saying. You guys don't know what's going on with each other because you guys don't open your mouth. The person that's standing next to you saying the same thing you're saying, and y'all going outside smoking the same cigarettes, and then y'all go back in y'all prayer, pray, prayer closet or your dwelling place and begin to cry out to me for people to be like you. Because you don't open your mouth. So what would they going to say? So what would they going to think? I called you to change the world. You can't change the world being like the world. Then I felt, I, I said, God, you protected me so much. I mean, God was on me like white on rice, I'm trying to tell y'all. As a teenager, I had so much going on. Then I had uh, friends doing this, and they like, like they having fun. And I said, okay, I'm going to join a party with them. The devil tried to let me, try to persuade me to think my life was boring. A life of God is boring because it looked like it's fun to be in the world, to go to the go-go's, the parties, to drink and smoke joints and drink and all this stuff. 
Wear the flashy clothes and a little bit holes in the jeans and all that. That's where the fun is. So I said, God, I, I can't have fun like that. It's not fun to me doing that. It's fun to me being with you. But can you take your hand off me a little bit? Because you, your hand's too tight on me. It, trust me, I had no idea what I was asking God. And you know what he did? Exactly what I asked. He began to take his hands off. Take his, take, he began to loosen up on his protection. And all of a sudden, I ran back to him. It wasn't even an hour. I said, no. Put your hands back on me. Don't you ever listen to me. Keep your hands on there. <laughs> and put them tight, please. <laughs> Don't you ever let me go. Don't listen to me. I know what I want. want. <laughs> See, God is a God of force. He's a God of free will. You have to want him. Invite him. God, got to, God spends so much time trying to see what area in our life that he can come in and just to, just to counsel us for us to invite him in the situation where he can turn around for your favor. Like for me, mine is my marriage. And God said, she told me not to show her anything that she don't, if anything happened that she don't want to see, she don't want to find out. So she closed herself up for me telling her or showing her anything. So I got to counsel her in a way where she got to change her mind. How can I get her to change her mind so I can counsel her, so I can give her what she really wants? I don't want my daughter to miss the blessing, but she's going in the wrong direction. So she told me to, she closed her heart. She told me to tell her that she, if she's being betrayed, don't reveal to her what lies being told about her in her marriage. And all of a sudden, he began to draw me into the, into the uh, window. And I begin, all of a sudden, I begin to have a change of heart. I say, God, I take that back. I take it back. I want you to reveal to me anything. Show me everything. If I'm being betrayed, show me. If I'm being lied to, show me. It don't matter. I want to take a stand and find out today. And all of a sudden, I know God was so relieved. I just imagine his face like, God, dang. Took you this long? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he was just, you know, honored. That he was finally able to get me in to ask him to help me. And once I asked him to help me, he instructed me on what to do next. And it took less than five seconds. And I said, oh, really? Seriously? He began to instruct me on other things, but that's, begin, that's besides the point. The point is, we got to seek God for the things that we want to be of God. The things we want to be prosperous and blessed and graced, we have to seek God for it. We cannot be walking away asking God, is this what he wants? No, you have to stand in the face of God and allow God to show you or even give you a clear answer. No, it's not for you. No, that business, is, that business deal is not your business deal. I got something better than that. That man or that woman is not for you. Going to this state right now is not the time. Sowing into this person's life, sow this amount. I mean, just let God tell you what to do. Instruct you on what to do. I thank God for showing me a tulip. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> and get what it actually means to be shown that in the spiritual realm. God shows me. I'm going to start writing this stuff down. I mean, it could be. it's going to be books of just different Symbols and images God is relating to you. He can show you numbers, patterns, or even just a clear word, no, yes, important. 
or um, he'll give you a word like complete, finished. When I think about merge, God always say it's finished, it's completed, already done it, it's already done, it's already established. Do not say things like um, walking in my, fulfilling my purpose. God says it's already finished, it's assured. He'll say words like that. Or he'll show me a dove that you already know what the symbol of a dove is. Number three, you already know what three symbolizes. You already know what two symbolizes. He'll show you all kinds of, he'll show me number eight. Eight is a symbol of infinity. Turn sideways, that is. But sometimes God will give you an image and you just got to wait for more clarity of it. Or he'll give you a dream. Or give you a word from somebody. He, find, he finds different ways to relate to us. So we got to stop just thinking God to relate to us in one way. God relates to us all day long, daily. It's a daily communication between you and God. Daily. Daily being in the face of God. I woke up this morning, I just sat on my bed. Still blown away from yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, you mean to tell me all this time you've been trying to get me to be at this point where I'm at right now? I'm so blown away. And then all of a sudden I was praying and that scene, I, 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 I look up to heaven. I look up to heaven and I see heavenly hosts in heaven. Those who we read about, family members, loved ones. You begin to see those people in heaven and what they're doing in heaven. They're celebrating. And whenever there's a time for something on the earth, that's what they're doing in heaven. Yesterday was a celebration time. And then all of a sudden they begin to get closer and closer to me. Then they became in my room. They went from me looking up to, to me looking around upon. That's God saying, heaven is on earth. Heaven is your reality. Tap in. This is your home. Heaven is your home. Heaven is our home. What you need from heaven, tap into it and receive it. Tap into God's strength. Tap into God's peace For more He gave your mouth to speak Words of life Speak Against words of failure Speak Against the plan of the enemy over your life Because he's a liar And he already knows he's defeated But a lot of us don't know that we know And he knows Who knows and who don't know that they are defeated or victorious. Keep each other lifted. I told God, just keep me behind the scene so I can stay humble before you. Because God said, you know, sometimes you're you asking for things that you ought not. I said, but that's what, it, that's what I feel in my heart to say. He said, but yeah, but I told you, if you exalt me, I'm going to exalt you. You're not going to be behind the scene all the time. Didn't I say the last should be made first? I understand your heart and your intentions, but let me use you as a vessel. I might just stand you in the middle of a crowd just to be looked at, just because I'm the one they're looking at, not you. They see my glory through you. They see my favor over you. They see my protection around you. They see my blessing. I'm being glorified, but I'm receiving what I'm showing them through you. So shine, baby, shine. <laughs> because you're mine. <laughs> And I am yours. I said, God, I thank you so much. 
I thank you so much for this heart. I have a heart with so much compassion. A heart filled with so much love. All I want to do is love. That's all I care about is love. Loving over hypocrisy. Loving over hatred. Loving over doubt. Loving over anything that's contrary to the word of God. And this day I want you guys to enjoy your day by saying, God, I just want to say thank you. Whatever that, that thing is that you cared about so much, it's already done. Whether God wanted to come to pass or whether God wanted to take it away. Well, no matter what it is, it's already done. Seek God for more clarity on what to do about it. It's not meant for you to carry it around and cause you to be distracted and take yourself out of the area of peace. Stay in peace. It's your gift from God. Embrace wisdom daily. I want you guys to enjoy your day. It's my time for now. Greater is our God. And for, some, for those who have been, you know, tormented or disrespected, persecuted, for no apparent reason at all, guess what? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Even if you don't feel joy, feel joyous about it, just count it all joy anyway. You got to press your way. Command that storm to cease. You don't have to stand in the rain. Command that storm to cease. You don't have to climb a mountain. Cast it down. Why would I come up so I can cast down? Cast it down. The enemy plan over your life, cast it down. Over your family, cast it down. Continue to believe God for family restoration. God is going to bring your family back. And he may use you even to bring them back. Because it don't look like something don't mean God is not working. I want you to know our father is always working. I will defend him on that. Our father is love. He's not giving up on you. He never will give up on you. Our Father is waiting and willing to bless you. That's all He want to do is bless you. And if I got to go out in this world and say that daily, then I will. Because I'm not going to have my Father be misrepresented. A life of God is a life of prosperity and abundance. Above all you can ask or even think. It's not a life of failure. A life of God is not boring. That's where the fun begins. You don't get sick when you're walking with God. You are healed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. God loves us so much. And he gave his only son. Just to have us back with him. Now this is the message I'm going out there in the world. To go release. I'm not going to let God be misrepresented. And he's not going to let himself be misrepresented. He's using vessels out here to represent him and represent him well. And I am so honored to say I am amongst one of them. And there's so many of you. And I love the gifts of God in you. Some of you guys can sing. My God. Sound just like heaven. It just, just draw me in immediately. <laughs> Sometimes I got to be on the floor. I'm like, God, they can sing. This person can dance. They can draw. They can paint. 
They can speak the spoken word. They can rock. I mean, it's so amazing. I'm just, I'm just giving out other people's gifts. I'm not even talking about my gifts. I just love that. You see a person walking in love. Letting God use them. So God, I pray today that we have a great day. For greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. We always win. No matter what it looked like. No matter what it sounds like. No matter what it feels like. We always win. The battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. Therefore, we always win. Who's higher than our God? Nobody. Do our God be surprised of anything? No. He sees everything before it even happens. Do God hear me when I pray? He hears me before I even call. Do we have anything for me? Yes, eternal life. And a life with him so abundantly blessed and favored. The more time you spend with God, the more God releases to you who you are in him. God is so good. He's not bad. He's not angry. He's not walking around trying to punish you for choosing a life without him. He's not throwing your mistakes in your face. He's not going to sit around and have a pity party with you. You crying and, and just crying about the same things. Get up. Get up. Oh, I did this. He just hate me so much. I, I just said that I did so bad. And, uh, speak quiet and just ask him to forgive you and keep walking. Keep moving. Let's not have, let's not have no faithless conversations. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So your, your conversation is unpleasing to God if you're speaking of, if you're having a faithless conversation. Well, a doctor said this, but I believe in you, so which one is it? Well, I believe that you, you provide for me, but I got this mortgage bill. Which one is it? You told me to sow, sow my tithes and my offering at church, but I got this on my mind. Which one is it? I know you said I got peace, but you know, all hell breaking loose in my home. Which one is it? This person hurt me so much. I know you told me to forgive them so I could be forgiven, but I'm just so angry about it. Which one is it? It's either it is or it isn't. It's either you believe or you don't believe. None of us walk around not believing. We're just saying it because it, it sounds good. We really don't believe because our actions speak exactly what we believe. If you believe you heal, then you won't make no room for no doctor's note. No doctor's excuse to tell you that you have a certain amount of time to live on this earth. How can you allow man to tell you when your assignment's up? the command your, your life. I do not lay my life down. No man would take my life unless I lay it down and I choose not to. I still have something to fulfill. And even then I'm still going to be here until God called me home. I'm not going home prematurely due to a lie. Due to bitterness. 
due to failure. That's what the enemy want. To destroy you on earth. So you cannot be a part of releasing heaven here. That's why so many people taking their own life. Not even giving themselves a chance to let the situation get better. It always get better from where you are. Know that. It always get better from where you are. You may think you're in the most darkest place in your life, but you got to know it gets better from that point. It don't get worse. It gets better. That worse is your testimony for somebody else. Like Lot, that was his worst. They have everything taken from him for his very own wife to say, well, I think it's about time for you to curse God now. time for you to give up. You've been believing God too long and it don't look like your life is prosperous at all. It looks like he actually forgot about you. It looks like he actually cursed you. So it's time to give up on him. Paraphrasing. Still was a man of faith. He said, no. I believe in God. Paraphrasing still. He still chose to believe. How many things that we've been, have been taken away from us? I know one of them. Well, I went from having everything to turn around not having nothing at all but myself standing. And I chose to still lift my head up. No matter if I had tears in my eyes, whether my heart was heavy or not, I still chose to lift my head up and say, Lord, Jesus, God, calling on his name. You have an unexpected end. And doing you walk in this, receive your unexpected end, you better have a high expectation for your life in every area of your life. And I mean daily. Daily. Your life only going to get better from this moment forward. God said, I'm going to show up and show you who I really am. You think that you got me all figured out because of what I have shown you this far. But I have so many places to take you further in me. Didn't I say eyes have never seen? Nor ears ever heard. Or even enter into the heart of who, what I have prepared for them who love me. You love me. Watch what I'm about to do to you. Watch what I'm about to do for you. Watch the doors I'm about to open. Watch what doors I'm about to close. Watch how high I'm about to take you up in me. You think God don't want to receive his glory out of your life? <laughs> God, we thank you so much. For you are forever faithful. We are forever grateful. Sometimes, sometimes we find ourselves reminding God, don't forget about this. I got you. And when you said this, <laughs> I got you. You said you promised me that. <laughs> It's nothing like receiving a promise from God and it look totally opposite from what God has said. Look totally opposite. That's why it's so important to be spiritually led to do anything. And the enemy, you got to stay focused because if you're not focused, that's why we make a lot of mistakes. I know that's why I have made some in the past. Because I, the enemy disguised himself as an angel 
to deceive me greatly. But the main the main fact is <clears throat> his plan been destroyed. <laughs> I have the victory over it. God has restored me. Now I've been re I've been repositioned back. And to continue on to fulfill God's purpose in and through my life. Walking in my destiny. And loving every moment of it. There is no room for failure anymore. There is no room for doubt. There is no room to be deceived anymore. Because my mind is so on Christ like never before. The devil thought he had me. But God wanted to remind him how glorious he is. How high he is. And how much control he has over everything. By releasing more favor upon my life. More grace upon my life. You thought I was fired up at first. Now watch me now. You thought I had a praise at first. Now watch it now. You thought I was winning souls to the kingdom at first. Now watch how God used me to do it now. Just to remind the enemy that God is still who he say he is. Not just over my life, over your life as well. God told me, get ready for sudden change. I'm going to change your life so fast in the hurry. I love how you want to spend time with me. God said, I'm so honored you want to spend time with me. You don't want to watch TV anymore. Not saying you ever want to watch it again, but right now you just, you tune into what I'm doing. And I'm honored for that. You don't have to do that. God said, I'm still going to love you no matter what you do. But you choose to serve me. And you're serving me well. You give me a chance to talk to you, to release to you, to provide for you. You give me a chance to show you who I really am. My name has been defiled in so many ways in so many generations. And yet, look at you choosing to believe me fully. And if you don't believe, you ask me to show you how to believe in certain areas of your life. You may ask me more than once, is this going to happen for you? Or is this what I really said? And I confirm my word behind it all the time by a yes and amen over your life. I don't want you to think that my blessings, you, my blessings are too big for you. No, you're too big for my blessings. That's why I'm creating new all the day long. Because you are worth more to me than anything. You're my children. Made in my image. Formed in my likeness. I give everything. I gave up everything for you. Just to be back with you. Just to keep talking to you. Just to have a life with you. And I'm so glad that you're doing that with me on earth as it is in heaven. You didn't spend your life on earth without getting to know who I am. Then when you get to heaven, you begin to see everything that I have for you on earth. Not just in heaven. I'm so honored that you chose to say yes to me. You could have said no. I thank you. He said, I thank you so much that you look up to me. You're waiting for me. You're faithful. You're loyal. The man of God, God really has for me. He said he is loyal. He's been loyal. He's been faithful. He waited. He said he better have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the thing is, God had me stop beating up myself for what I didn't know. Just because I didn't know who he was, that don't mean I had to move in another direction. Say, God, forgive me for that. 
Even though I was greatly deceived, I shouldn't even open myself to be deceived in the first place. So I take full responsibility. I ask you to forgive me. I ask him to forgive me. God said, now don't pity yourself. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay to ask for forgiveness, but okay, now you've been forgiven. Now get up. Keep it moving. Don't stay there. You've been there a little longer than you're supposed to be. Now get up. Because I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my God. Then I begin to think about all the encounters that I could have had. And God said, no, it wasn't the time then. You still would have been waiting. Because both of you had to grow. You thought you knew everything and that person was arrogant at the time. <laughs> I said, dang, okay. You just straight out, just flat out said it. Yes. And I'll say it again. At the time, <laughs> he was arrogant. And at the time, you thought you knew everything. That wasn't going to work. You guys not going to mess up my glory. So I had to continue to grow you. You had to continue to grow in me. And, and marvelous have you to have grown. Now enjoy my finished work. So I thank you guys for listening once again. <laughs> I just thank God for the atmosphere. I want you guys to know God always got something for us daily. I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored that you chose to do something good with your life or do something good for somebody else's life. You are beautiful. Don't let nobody make you feel like you're not beautiful. If there's changes you got to make in yourself, then make them. If you think you're too big, then work out. You think your hair too nappy, then straighten it out. You want to wear makeup? Wear it. I have not once read that God said, do not wear makeup. Do not wear a skirt. Do not wear a dress. Or you cannot wear any pants. Or you can't wear weave. Those are inventions. God says, stop living the old way. Because you guys have a new time. Those were the laws. Now, some of the laws are for, for us on this earth daily. Loving thy neighbor as thyself. Loving the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, to all the commandments. Everything is for us daily. But certain laws were for that certain specific time back then. Was for that specific law and time back then. We are in a new season. See, we have a blood bought right. But I want to let you know one thing. However God put on your heart to worship him and to serve him, then you go right ahead and you do it well. If God said cover your head, cover your head. If he said don't wear makeup, if he's spoken to you, well, you don't do it. If he said you wear the, the long garments, then you wear it. Because that's still beneficiary to the blessing this day. If God said pray and come, to, come worship me seven days, six days a week, then you continue on doing that. And I'm proud that you're doing it. Because you could be doing anything else. But you choose to serve God. I'm honored to say I know you. People try to beat you up all the time and tell you, oh, you don't look right. 
Because they insecure about themselves, so they try to mess up your self-esteem. Then they say, you know, you start believing them. Well, I could, you know, get, my chest could be a little bigger than this, or I could, you know, I could look a little bit more prettier than this. And then you begin to look at other people and compare yourself to other people's looks. That's nothing but the enemy. Always want you to feel like you're not good enough because he already know you're more than enough. The devil already know that. He's angry. He's taking it out on you that he can't go back home. He's so angry at us because God so loved us so much. He don't so love him. He so love us to bring us back to him. Not Satan. He's mad about it. He always loves his children. I can't go back. I'm not going to let them go back. So I'm going to do whatever I can to keep them away from him as far as possible. And to me, knowing that he thinks like that, I prove him wrong daily. Let me want to spend time with God even more to shut him up. God reminds me sometimes, represent my warfare is not carnal. He understands sometimes how I like to defend my father. But sometimes you got to realize you don't have to defend him at all. He got everything under control. He appreciates the gesture, but at the same time, it's already done. You're already victorious. Your life has already been, the victory already been won. I want you guys to get your priorities back in order. We, 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 when I say we, us, we have to, the thing is, I'm seeing by me being in God's presence on a daily basis, I already been in that, you know, it's, it's, it's in me already. <laughs> I've been to school already in that area. <laughs> See, let me tell you something. When you're a person who's operating under God, who's, who's God's mouthpiece, who's God's prophetess or prophet in the earth, or however God used you, that means you're going through the most correction, the most conviction, the most conversion of all. <laughs> because you, God's not going to allow you to speak directly from him if you don't even know who you are. Or him telling you what to do. See, I always had it in my life to have my priorities straight. Because it go coincide with my anointing. I have to be in order to complete my anointing. My calling. See, certain things in your personality go coincide with your purpose. See, I like things in order. I can't have things all over the place. I have to be on time for everything. If not early, I'm on time. I can never be late if I can help it for anything. They go according to my purpose. That's, that's for example. You can't be late showing up, for, showing up with a word from God to his people. You cannot. Because God is not a God who's late. He's always on time. I like things to be clean. I like nice good smells. I go to God daily. Do you see anything in me? See, everybody's calling. Your personality go along with your calling. Like for those who are accountants, God bless you to be bankers and all that, you're really good at math. You're great at it. For those who call to be lawyers, passionate lawyers, you can, you can put up a good argument and win. And I don't mean a bad argument. I mean God used you to pinpoint things to bring forth justice that other people cannot see. For those of you who cook, God has blessed you so well. <laughs> As myself, but I'm talking about gourmet dishes. Hallelujah. All right, I'm getting beside the point. <laughs> I want you guys to have a great day. Enjoy your day. And know that greater is he who's in us.
that he who's in the world, I love you. Peace. Mwah.